This is Meta Strategies and Tactics to help you help other entrepreneurs in about five minutes. Our third client avatar is the buddy. This person is usually on the struggling side of the equation. They're not moving forward, at least not as quickly as they would like to, but they don't present as somebody in trouble. In fact, you might think they're doing just great until one day they show up to a call and say, I'm selling the gym, I've had it. The question you might get from a buddy at the start of a call is, hey, how's your family doing? They might want to talk about the weather, but you need to know that while they do care about you and they do want to know the answer to these questions, often they're using this as an avoidance technique because they don't want to talk about the real thing. Sometimes they're even embarrassed or they feel like they could be letting you, the mentor, down or even two brain down. They want to stay a part of the movement even though they are not doing the work to make their gym successful. Their top priority is their relationship. They don't want to disappoint you. They want to be the person that like is a, a pleaser. They might even describe themselves as a, a people pleaser, but most people who call themselves a people pleaser are actually just avoiders. They don't want to uh, have a conversation go bad. So here's what gets them going. Number one, if you've got somebody who's a buddy, they're signed up and they're paying for friendering and you can't figure out how to get their gym going, try these things. The first catalyst is a new quest. You've been giving them homework. They haven't done it. You've been giving them the same homework. They haven't done it. You've been breaking it down. You've been splitting into 30 minute calls. They might need a completely new quest. For example, if they sometimes come on a call and they're like, I'm thinking about opening a coffee shop, but they haven't done anything to fix their gym in the last six months. It's because they need some novelty in their life. They're bored, they're overwhelmed, probably they're stressed, and they're probably going backward. Instead, give them a new quest in their business. So, okay, uh, you know, we've been working on this thing. Now what I'd like you to do is start on the quest to build a blank. It could be like a lead nurture sequence if they're more of an artist and they like to write. It could be um, video again if they like producing content. But it could also be like, let's build a 90-day sprint for new coaches. Uh, let's build a program to train and evaluate coaches. Um, let's build a new programming template that you're going to use with your clients, something like that. Let's start a semi-private program or let's uh, make programming easier. Let's put on a seminar for your coaches to teach in programming, something like that. You want to give them a new quest to pique their interest. Another catalyst is to anchor growth to an emotional outcome. So for some people, it can actually be hard to say, I want to make more money, or they might have like some, some deeply held feelings about money and wealth. So what you have to do is anchor that growth to an emotional outcome. This is where the perfect day exercise comes in because it's, what are you going to spend on your family next year? What are you going to spend blank, blank, blank? Uh, you know, are you going to buy your wife a new car? If you're trying to correct something, you might have to anchor that into an emotional outcome. So for example, if the gym is not making enough money and they want to give their coaches a raise, you might have to say, hey, are you willing to let your coaches cry or are you willing to let your wife cry? Something like that. You have to anchor their growth to an emotional outcome. Like here's how you'll spend that extra thousand dollars a month on your kids or here's how this is going to cost your family if you don't do it. Another uh Another great catalyst for them is swag and prizes. So people who, I just want to be part of Two Brain, don't fire me, don't move mentors, but they're not doing the work. Oftentimes they could be motivated with like a Two Brain specific prize. So you can pop into the Slack channel for uh, flags and cards or gifts and just say like, hey, I want to, I want to set something up for this person. Like if they do X, Y, Z, they will get the new Two Brain hoodie or mug or whatever it is. These people are quite often motivated by Two Brain specific swag. Another catalyst is insider perks. So for example, hey, uh, you're, you're doing this or you're really good at this. 
I would love to get you a ticket to the summit. I would love to get you set up to be on the podcast. I would love to share your story in the growth group. So it's not necessarily bait. Sometimes you can actually just go ahead and do this thing and that praise or uh, escalating um, your assumption of the person will actually get them to take action. You have to be careful with rewards though. You know, sometimes you saying like, I'm sending you this flag because you're a risk taker will make them take more risks, but it could also be like, oh, wow, if I just stick around long enough, I'll get rewarded for that. And the last catalyst, of course, is cards and acknowledgement, you know, putting something in the flags and cards channel about, can you send this person a card? They're going through this tough thing, or can you send them a card just saying, hey, how much we love working with you? You know, that can really do uh, wonders too. Here's the roadblocks. So if somebody is in this buddy mode and they're paying for friendering, the things that are actually stopping them from being successful are number one, their fear of change. They know that they have to do something different or they're not going to go anywhere, but maybe they've achieved like this small modicum of success that they don't want to risk or they don't want to give it up. You know, commonly we would say that they don't want to steal second because they don't want to take their, their foot off first base. And frankly, you know, for a lot of entrepreneurs, once they get started, they've taken that big risk. And as soon as they get a little bit of safety, like they do not want to give that up again. Um, another roadblock would be that they avoid uncomfortable conversations and you can help them by doing role play. You know, you can role play the rate increase conversation. You can role play the NSI conversation. You can role play the you're fired conversation or uh, staff evaluation conversation, whatever you want. That is probably the best way to help them get over uncomfortable conversation. Another roadblock, they might avoid looking at numbers. I said earlier that a lot of people pleasers are actually just avoiders. And so it could be that they avoid looking at their numbers. If that's the case, you can give them the choice of reporting their numbers before the call, or you're going to pull up the numbers with them on the call. And you're not going to say that as a threat, because that's going to make them even more scared of their numbers and possibly scared of you. But what you are going to do is just show them like there's nothing to be scared of. They're just numbers. They can't hurt you. And not knowing them can though. Another roadblock is that they compare themselves against others in the group. So what you might want to do is you might want to send them a copy of The Gap and the Gain or a book like that, or even just explain the lesson to them, explain the point of doing Bright Spots Fridays and even um, encourage them to do it or like ask them in the group, tag them and say, hey, Bill, will you share your Bright Spot? It's so great. One way that I've overcome this in the past is like, hey, you know what? I know three clients who could really use your story as inspiration right now. Do you mind sharing it to help them? If you anchor do this work to help other people. This is usually how you'll get the best possible result out of the buddy avatar. Will you do this hard thing to help your family? Will you do this hard thing to help your staff? Will you do this hard thing to help the other gym owners in two brain? Okay. Um, the other roadblock is when they have a mentor who is the same personality. They want to be a buddy and you get stuck in this conversation and you're just being polite and waiting for the other person to talk and respond. And before you know it, 50 minutes has gone by and you haven't talked about the business at all. It's very easy to get in this trap of like no progress. At that point, you should be friendly, but not friends and try to move them to another mentor. And you would say like, hey, I'm not ditching you. I love our conversations. We can continue these conversations anytime you want. Hope to see you at Summit. But uh, I really want to get you with a mentor who's going to be able to get the best out of you for growing your business. I hope this helps. Thank you for your service.